0: Hello you guys, welcome to Millennial Moon Circle Astrology Forecast for the week of the 20th of August up until the 26th of the August, so Monday to Sunday. Um, right now I'm recording this from my bed, um, it is Saturday afternoon and yeah, just hanging out. Um, what did I do this morning? I went for a walk this morning um, and then just sort of hung out, sort of like took the morning off because I've been... A bit tired and burnt out recently. You know, I was very sick, uh, like last week. So, just really finally giving myself time to recover. Um, all about that self care and etc. But yeah, so now sitting on my bed with my cup of tea, ready to get into the astrology forecast for this. Upcoming week. I'm guessing I will be uploading this as usual on Sunday afternoon. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, happy Sunday. Um, or if it is the start of the week and you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, or whatever, dude, welcome to your week. I cannot wait to see what is coming. And actually, this week, uh, I won't get fully into it yet. I will sort of do some introductions before that but just as a little precursor this week is definitely going to feel a lot clearer is the vibe that I'm sort of getting as I have been looking through like what's coming this week um clarity and I think uh sort of stepping forward um yeah the clearing of blocks is sort of the theme that's coming up. Um, You know, it's not the like, you know, full steam ahead. We still have planets in retrograde and all sorts of like other sort of cosmic difficulties floating around. But just in general, after a really rough and tumble, um, really whole winter for us here in the Southern Hemisphere, and if you're listening to this from the Northern Hemisphere, then summer for you, um, it's sort of, things are finally starting to clear and just become a bit, give us a bit of breathing space, I think. That's 100% what we're, we're feeling. It's, yeah, breathing space from all the crazy um, planetary influences that have been going on, sort of, like, pressing down on us, like, pressuring us. I feel like this last couple of months has been, like, what's that thing? Um, it's like a tool where you, like, wind it, and it squeezes two things together. It's like a, it's like a pressure. Like, it's been, they've been forces applying pressure to us so that we will choose to step forward to, like, break free of, like, limiting beliefs, limiting shells, these things that we've been trapping ourselves in, Um, but, like, that shit's super uncomfortable. Like, nobody likes to be squeezed from both sides and all around uh, in an attempt to, like, get something that has been protecting you to crack. No one really enjoys that, but I feel like the last couple of weeks have been the crack of that. Um, and then this next few weeks and really this next month is like uh, sort of feeling into our new skin, feeling into what it sort of means to us to be out in the world without that shell covering us. So that being said, um, this during this millennial moon circle, uh, we are going to chat about... So, Mercury going direct, yes, retrograde is done as of probably, uh, yeah, When whenever you're listening to this, it is over. Um, we're also going to be talking about a water trine um, that's happening on the same day that Mercury goes direct. So, there's a Jupiter in Scorpio trining Neptune in Pisces, we're going to chat about that. Um, we will talk about the Sun transgressing as from... Yeah, the sun moving from Leo uh, into Virgo this week as well, midweek. So that's a big change that everyone will sort of feel. And then we are also this entire week leading into a really lovely um, feeling, Pisces full moon on the 26th. So at the very, very end of this week. Um, So I did sort of wonder like, oh, maybe I should just talk about it next week instead. And I probably will still talk about it next week. As well, uh, sort of more the like aftermath, I guess, sort of vibes. But um, I guess you know any any full moon, any like new moon or whatever, we sort of feel the effects of it a few days before and a few days after. And so like this week, especially towards the end of the week, we're we're, like leading into that and sort of getting prepared for that. So I was like, yeah, no, I'll talk about it. It's something like it occurs on Sunday night at 9.56pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. So it's like literally just before midnight on Monday, (laughs) making it the next week. But whatever, we are going to go into that a little bit too. And then if we get time, um, then we'll also chat a little bit uh, deeper about Mars retrograde, because this is the final week of Mars retrograde, thank God, as a very Mars-ruled human, and I'm sure really everyone can relate, I don't know, apparently some people have had positive Mars retrograde experiences, but for me it has been very uncomfortable. Um Yeah, this is Mars's last week retrograding, and uh, so last week it moved, it had basically retrograded so far that... It had gone back into Capricorn from Aquarius, so we may chat a little bit about that and how you might be feeling that, etc., um, and what it means to really be enjoying this last week of it before it goes direct on... It must be, yes, very early next week anyway. So that being said, that's all our introduction. Um, right, we'll get into the forecast for this week. So before... Uh, I start talking about the planets and stuff. I when I went out this morning and I've been wanting to buy like a proper uh, like personal tarot deck for so long, I have this like beginner's one that I've had for ages. Um, but like the illustrations aren't really like creative or anything, and it was just like I wasn't really ever inspired to use it. And so I've been looking at so many online, and I was like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. And then for me, like online shopping, I just, Again, I'm an Aries Rising, so I don't really have the patience for online shopping and for waiting for things for, like, four or five days. Forget about it. Um, And so I went to this sort of, like, spiritual shop near my house this morning and just had a look at what they had. And they had this one called Spirit Song Tarot. And I had a bit of a look, and it's sort of, like, this melding of uh, animal guidance, like, shamanic... um, animal guidance with like the traditional tarot and so I was like yeah yeah cool let's just get into it and then like spent a lot of this morning just like sitting in the sun um getting to know this new deck of cards or because actually okay so the reason I was doing that is because you know I listened to a lot of podcasts and I was listening to one tarot podcast and there was this reader and she was like oh you know a lot of people don't really um get to know their deck as well as they should so she was saying that anytime you get like a new deck or any new like spiritual tool like crystals or whatever you should sort of spend a minute just um I don't know like chatting to them like I don't know like letting them absorb your energy so that it's like you're you as a person are going to be using these to um you know if not make predictions or just like get an assessment of where you are or like yeah um as, you know, a tool in your spiritual practice, and so you've really got to make them yours, like, bless them, let bring them into your life that way, so that was sort of what what, what I was doing this morning, I just, like, looked at each card, and sort of got to know it, got to know the message behind it, and sort of, like, what that um, means to me, and then I was like, oh, cool, Um, I'm recording a podcast today, I'll, like, pull a card for the podcast, Um, and I pulled... The Ace of Acorns. So, if you go by the traditional tarot, um, it is the Ace of Wands alternative um, in this Spirit Song deck, and yeah, that's just like a really <clears throat> beautiful example of exactly what we're going to talk about. A lot of or a lot of what we're going to talk about today. It's like, um, basically the Ace of Wands is. It's like sudden inspiration, like seemingly out of nowhere, sort of like we've been in the darkness for so long, and then this idea like comes forth as if out of nowhere, like out of the ground, out of the skies, out of like the ocean, whatever it is, um, yeah, it just like sort of blows into our existence um it's literally just like planted there, um and just like where there wasn't a way forward, suddenly the path becomes clear, you know, maybe if it 's not like completely clear the next the best next step is opened up, and that is definitely how the planets are agreeing this week. So, that being said, let's move into it, um, starting with Mercury going direct, so that is actually happening Sunday tomorrow, but, you know, that's the end of the week, so we will chat about it now, um, yeah, so after what is it, been a two or three week retrograde period, I don't know, I mean, for me, it hasn't really been that bad, I haven't really had anything oh, th- my car's made some funny noises, but it survived, my phone had a couple of days when it was running very slowly, and I was terrified, you know, there was this was it, this is the end of it, but it survived too, um, I mean, I guess it's got a day and a half to go, but knock on wood, but, uh, any places where there has been, like, a holding back of speaking clearly, so... You know, what we've been moving through during all of Leo season, really, during the eclipse season, has been a lot of, like, um, uncovering ourselves, our, like, true selves, uh, what's true for us right now, um, going – and prior to that, it was, like, the cancer season um, and those eclipses of, like, going back to our childhood, really, and examining, like, what what we've been hiding – like, the emotions that we've been, like, pushing down under our tough crab shells, um, you know, that's a lot of what we've been moving through. And so with Mercury being alongside um, that last Leo new moon eclipse, that was the final eclipse in the series of three eclipses that's been going on, like, as throughout this whole, like, couple of months, um, yeah, with Mercury also being in Leo – it was sort of, like, alongside this, Le- like, beautiful Leo new moon eclipse of, like, uncovering our shells and figuring out who we really are and, like, learning to shine that out into the world. There's also been Mercury in retrograde in the same sign of Leo, which is sort of pulling pulling back our ability to uh, share our voice, I think, um, and our messages and also restricting us in I think maybe like creating community or uh, maybe like putting blocks over um, trusting the people around us with what's come up for us so any places where we've been holding back what we've really wanted to say like we I feel like we've sort of been biting our tongue for a couple of weeks Um, but with Mercury going direct that sort of really opens up um, and all of a sudden you know not that I mean, if you're not ready to tell people what's really going on for you, by all means, like, keep holding it to yourself. But um, the airways are sort of clearing up when Mercury goes direct. So all, all that stuff that came up for you during the eclipse season, anything that, yeah, was really prevalent in your mind that you may have been like, oh, I don't know if I can, like, trust this person enough to share that with them or, you know, I feel like I need to keep that on the down low. Um you might sort of find that that becomes a lot clearer and you can see clearly like, oh, I can trust this person, maybe not this person, you know, like I'm going to open up here, um, I'm ready to share this, but I'm not so much ready to share that, like I'm still sort of processing that. So you have that sort of clear idea of like, okay, this is where I'm ready to move forward in that. And at the same time, you sort of might find, uh, yeah, just like a community sort of backing you all of a sudden, um, or maybe not all of a sudden, but even if you didn't particularly realize just how many people you actually have supporting you and like who have, who actually have your back, uh, no matter who you are, like in whichever ways you choose to shine, um, with that sort of, um, series of eclipses that sort of came up and brought all this stuff up, like, Hey, how do I want to like show myself off, um, out in the world? How do I really want to, um, present myself? Like who am I truly, um, how am I being seen? How do I want to be seen? Uh, you will be like surprised at the, the amount of people and just that feeling of community, that sense of community that is backing you and they're cool with whoever it is that you choose to be. And you may have felt like you had up until this point been holding back your true self because you thought they couldn't handle it. But all of a sudden you're just like, oh, actually I think they're pretty chill. And I think they actually like, like me as who I am, not for some sort of, like, persona that I had created and pretended to be, and now I had to, like, hide all this stuff, like, this new person that I wanted to be, etc. And then on the same day that Mercury is going direct, so, yeah, that is 100%, like, going to be maybe a major theme um, throughout the week of just people being more open, I think, Um, just more clear, you know, and again, there's, like, that usual... Mercury retrograde ending thing too is just our words will come out clearer. Um, yeah, less of that just day-to-day struggle. So that and then also on the same day, um, so Sunday um, and then leading into this week. So we'll be feeling the effects like Monday, Tuesday, early, like early in the week as well. Uh, we have this super lovely water trine, um, which is exact on Sunday, or it could be, um, early Monday, actually, I'm not quite sure on the exact time, but, um, of Jupiter in Scorpio and Neptune in Pisces, and so, I mean, both of these, you know, we, I mean, they're long-term placements, but them trining each other, um, exactly, basically, so Jupiter in Scorpio, we know that is, like, has been this really intense, like, uncovering of all the secrets, all the stuff that's been pushed under the rug for the last, like, however long. You know, it's all been coming to the surface uh, since Jupiter moved into Scorpio in October last year. And then all of a sudden, you know, people are sticking up their hands and being like, oh, actually, this happened to me. Like, oh, actually, you know, this industry, um, this world, this thing is not as shiny as it looks on the surface. And all, like, the shadow, all the hidden depths that we haven't really been willing to look at has been coming to the surface. Um, So, you know, Jupiter in Scorpio, it's been, like, it's been a purging, definitely, uh, both on a collective and a personal scale, you know. And, you know, we're all examining ourselves, going within ourselves, too, and being like, what needs, what have I been refusing to look at? What needs to come up? You sort of have no choice when Jupiter, which is a planet of expansion and yet, uh, bringing things out, making things bigger um, is in Scorpio, which is a sign of like going into the darkness and just bringing out what uh, we haven't been willing to look at and showing the power in actually looking at that and admitting it to ourselves. Um, And then with that, trining Neptune in Pisces. So Neptune is the ruling planet of Pisces, so it's just like absolutely at home in there. But that entire, like, you know, it's just such a dreamy, uh, otherworldly, spiritual, like, basically from another realm, like, sort of uh, existence, you know. Um, And with both of these, you know, so Scorpio and Pisces, they're both water signs. And this is just, like, creating this, you know, with all this water energy and it, like, coming together together. Uh, this week and you know recently it's sort of bringing this resurgence of all that like mystical um, magic you know so Scorpio is also the sign that rules over like the occult and magic and you know like that real sort of that undercurrent those again those things that have been pushed under the rug for so long you know how long have um, has religion tried to push back you know magic in this sort of sense Um, and these two placements are just meeting each other and being like, every, and everyone's sort of feeling it and like bringing out, you know, um, all their once hidden interests in all of this like magical, mystical stuff and everyone, you know, now it's not like completely uncommon to hear people talking about that. And I just feel that really uh, just being quite prevalent this week with everyone having that sort of, you know, this could be like one way that this uh, placement of, is affecting the world. Is that, um, yeah, those conversations could be more prevalent this week. Um, just a continued resurging of people allowing that like more magic, magical side of things into their life um, and letting that grow and expand as Jupiter does so beautifully, like, taking that Neptune and Pisces energy, that, like, Scorpio energy, that, like, magical, mystical, like, as if from another realm, like, dancing around um, with the stars and just bringing that and making it, like, amplifying it, you know, like, sort of as if, like, Jupiter is, like, handing Neptune a microphone and just letting it sing its beautiful otherworldly song and Yeah, just really, I guess, colouring the week with a sort of mystical undertone. Um, And so, yeah, we could see even more people after this experience sort of opening up and be like, oh, actually, like, I'm actually turns out I am super interested in astrology Um, and sort of opening up their minds to the possibilities of, you know, different dimensions and otherworldly things. And these conversations uh, spreading further after, like, these two signs sort of do this dance uh, moving forward. Um, and then we're moving into midweek. So on Thursday, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, um, we have the sun moving from the sign of Leo into Virgo. So we'll talk a little bit about the shift, um, from Leo into Virgo. So, you know, so in Leo, uh, we have been doing that like who am I, who am I really, who do I want to be seen as, how do I want to show up in the world, how do I want to um, lead, like Leo is a very, you know, leader, like they like to be at the forefront, um, you know, what do I want to be known for, what do I want people to associate my name with and, you know, sort of uncovering like that um, authentic spark within us, that like, fi- you know, Leo is fire, so it's like that spark of like what lights me up, um, truly, really, and how can I bring that forward, and like finding the courage to bring that forward Um, and then as we take this week, we're like at the start of this week, you know, we're really sort of finishing up that journey, like wrapping up what had to be done there as we get ready to move into Virgo Um, so we're moving from a fire sign to an earth sign Um, and so as we're moving into Virgo and Virgo's just like okay, that's awesome, like, I love that you have found who you are, and you're ready to, like, share that with the world, but let's, like, you know, um, create the strategies, the systems, the how-to, like, the sort of next steps, uh, Virgo's much less show than Leo, um, whereas Leo's, you know, like, hey, here I am, Virgo's more, like, like, cool, but what's the plan, Virgo is, like, the plan maker, definitely. I mean, I have a Virgo mum, so everything was always, I mean, my siblings and I have a joke that no matter where we were going, like, if we were going down the street or, like, to a friend's house in the next suburb or whatever, mum would always leave half an hour, and then if it was, you know, anywhere further than, like, that would take that, she would leave an hour, you know, it didn't really matter, like, it's, like, to the T, you know, if we had to be somewhere by 11, we would leave at 10.30. And that was just, like, her thing. Um, it really didn't matter if we were going to, like, the next street. It was, like, we need that half hour. But, yeah, so Virgo is, like, they're sort of laying that foundation. It's, like, yeah, if Leo has given us the spark, the creative spark, the, like, excitement, we're just, like, yep, this is it. I'm ready to burn. Like, let's go. Um, and... Virgo comes in, and she's like, cool, I love that, love your enthusiasm, um, but let's, like, lay some foundations, let's put some, put down some roots, you know, so, uh, Virgo is an earth sign, and the way that I like to think about the three different earth signs is that, like, Taurus is, like, the earth baby, they're just, like, you know, the nature child running free barefoot, like they speak to trees, you know, they're so deeply in communication with nature. Um, and then Capricorn, um, is like the earth father, like they're, you know, like they're the big massive trees, like they're the mountains. They're just like have this authority that's at the same time soft, um, about them. And then, uh, Virgo is like the earth mother, like, you know, the, Mother Earth, like, they are, they're the healers of the zodiac, they're the ones with all the wisdom, um, they also, like, can communicate with the trees, but, like, it's in a different way, like, they've got this, like, they've got their two feet planted on the earth, they know, they're so deeply connected, you know, that, like, there's basically, like, roots falling, um, growing out of their feet into the earth, like, they just, they have, over their lifetime, absorbed the knowledge of the earth. And so they're grounded in that sense that they're like, let's – like, I love the enthusiasm, but let's set a plan and give this thing uh, the the setting, the foundation that it deserves because I can't remember where I heard it, but it's like the, the tallest – no, the tallest sky – no, your skyscraper is only going to be as tall – as your foundation is strong or it's something along those lines. I'm sure I'm completely messing up that saying and I can't remember where I heard it, but that's exactly what we're moving into this um, Virgo season. It's like taking that creative spark that we have discovered within us um, or taking that like spark of inspiration and running with it and like keeping that in mind, um, you know, because each sign they blend into each other seamlessly. Like, there are very few signs where it feels like super uncomfortable to move between. And I feel like these two, you know, it probably depends person to person, but it does sort of feel like a natural progression. It's like where it's like, yeah, cool. Like I'm ready to go. You know, I know what I want to do. I know who I am. And I am really ready to share that with the world. Um, and then, but you have that like loving earth mama who like comes up to you and is just like, well, you know, good that sounds lovely dear but like let's let's think about how like let's make a plan um yeah so that is sort of the energetic shift that we are moving into this week um and so as we do really begin to get into Virgo season you know again it's just a start so as we progress through Virgo season you'll sort of understand deeper how it's personally uh playing out in your life but really this second half of the week you sort of might have that sudden or you can work with the energy supporting that where it's like sitting down and being like okay I figured out I want to do this now let's write a like saving budget to figure out how much money I need to save per week to be able to invest in da 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 -da so that I can da 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 you know etc Um, take this time to also, I think, you know, be any, any movement into an earth sign, you know, like it's a time to put your two feet on the earth, like, and see what's going on out there. Like it's, I mean, down here in the Southern hemisphere, (laughs) down here, um, we are coming from we're yeah, really into like the last legs of winter, um, getting prepared to shift into spring in a couple of months. So um we you can sort of stick your head out the window, put your feet on the ground and sort of feel into that that this Virgo season, like just be like, oh you know what's going on out here. Like I was looking at my um living room window the other day what the other day, the other minute, like literally just before I recorded this, sorry. Um And I was like, I've been watching this one tree that's in my neighbor's backyard. I've been watching it sort of through the seasons and it was dead. You know, the last time I looked at it, it was completely dead leafless. And I just looked out before and it's got new growth on it. And I was just like, wow, that's exactly it. And that like plays into this tarot card that we pulled as well, which is like that first spark, that new beginning, you know? So um, yeah, earth sign seasons, they really encourage us to align with nature because often she has like the messages of what's going on for us collectively as well and individually and we can see like oh you know yes this is this is the natural progression of things like yeah we're we're at the beginning typically and this doesn't mean you know you might not be at the beginning you might be like halfway through but something new let something new begin Um, okay. Right, okay, and then that really leaves us with chatting about the Pisces full moon. So, as I said, on Sunday the 26th of August, um, so all of this week we are leading up into a full moon in Pisces, uh, it is at 9.56pm on that Sunday on the 26th of August and that is for Australian Eastern Standard Time, Um, and yeah, this full moon is in general, just sort of a breath of fresh air, um, from the last few, like either full moon and new moons that we've had really for the last few months, there's been some really challenging, uh, (laughs) moon moods. I will say, (sighs) I don't know if I'm like coining that term, but definitely the moon has been moody. Um, Also, it just started raining hardcore outside, just out of the blue, so hopefully that is not muffling um, this recording too much. Apologies if you can hear it. I won't be talking too much longer, so hopefully it won't (coughs) affect this recording too much, but yeah, oh my god, it's going crazy out there. It's sort of like reflective and moody, perfect for talking about moody moons. Anyway, yes, yes. We've had some moody moons, but this one's really nice, you know. So, again, we spoke about Pisces. Yeah, that's right. We spoke about Pisces before for Pisces and Neptune. But it's a really... Um, the, the moon quite lacks the sign of Pisces. Um, it's, it's not its favourite place, but it definitely can relate. They definitely can can agree on some things. So, again, Pisces that, is that real. So, the moon rules our emotions, our emotional bodies. Um, And Pisces is that real, like, dreamy, um, intuitive, bo- like, literally bordering on psychic. Like, they're, they've got that... They're, I think of them as, like, the old souls of the zodiac. So, they've done this before. They've done this several times. Like, they have... They've lived many lives and they've gathered the wisdom um, and they can sort of like look upon all of us, (laughs) us young children and be like, oh, how sweet. Look at them, look at them do their thing, you know, but um, and so to sort of avoid becoming, I think this is really important to make about like Pisces moon as well. So um, to sort of avoid that like uh, emotional, you know, like sometimes the old wisdom people, if they're not listened to, they can sort of feel a little bit, like, redundant, a little useless, a little bit unsure. Um, And so just really tuning in, I think, on this Pisces full moon to what your inner wise one is trying to tell you. Like, what... Like, if we continue to ignore... the messages that are trying to be communicated to us, like, whether that's by our intuition or by, like, guides or, I don't know, like, even just yourself, like, if you're just listening, ignoring your body's signals, like, if you are really, really tired towards the end of this week and you've been really, really tired for months but you keep just, like, pushing through and doing this and doing that and never listening, then you can start to feel a bit rejected by yourself and your body could answer that by shutting down. It's like, well, if you're not going to listen to me, like, I'm not going to tell you anything, um, and yeah, just shutting down, so, really take the time, this Pisces full moon, to, like, listen in, um, and see, like, what is my inner, wise, like, old soul, the one within me, like, what are they trying to tell me, what wisdom is available to me, this full moon, Um, And at the same time, like, Pisces is very playful because they have lived so many lives. Uh, They can sort of see that, like, everything's all good. Like, everything's not, like, as big of a deal as we sort of tend to make it out to be. So um, they're quite playful. And so, like, that is just, like, really nice. So in the full moon, sort of, it's typically a time for celebration for uh, the, the accumulation of everything we've been building towards from the new moon. It's like, hey, here we are. We made it. Um, it's that time of, like, everything's full, everything's ripe, um, everything's at its, like, most, like, juicy, ready to go. Uh, and so it's a really good time to, like, get out and play and, like, socialise and be that, like, playful, you know, life's not as serious as we try to make it sometimes, uh, human, which just, like, slows us down and keeps us standing still, like, it's all good, again, and just, like, seeing as it is in the sign of Virgo, that lovely practical sign, um, lovely practical Earth Mama, you know, like, but how are you going to do this, darling, like, let's think about the how, uh, and so with the sun in Virgo, full moon in Pisces, it's like, yes, yes, I understand, that I have to like be practical and figure things out but also um and you know like work yes cool but also like let's just have fun let's just like celebrate the fact that we're alive like everything doesn't have to be as serious as we try to make it sometimes you know sometimes we try to make things difficult for ourselves I think just to feel like we are achieving something whereas Pisces sort of sweeps in and they're just like hey no like it's Sunday night, let's be young, be free, let's be wild, let's do our thing, let's play. Um, life doesn't have to be as difficult as it is and whether that is actually involves going out for you or whether that involves just like sitting in bed, binging your favourite TV show, just like eating chocolate and just letting life be what it is whatever playful means to you and whatever it feels like to you, um, on that specific day, like just run with it. Again, it's like listening to your body, listening to your inner wise one. Don't think that just because, uh, to someone else celebrating life means going out and like getting super drunk and or, like, you know, dancing under the full moon or whatever it is, you know, just because to someone else it means that doesn't mean that it has to mean that to you, you know? I mean, Pisces by their nature, they... A very gentle, quiet, reserved beings. And so for you, fun and playful might literally mean just like hanging out at home, putting your feet up, just letting yourself I don't know binge watch something you hardly ever binge watch because you're like, oh what what am I getting out of this? Uh, you know, this is such a waste of my time, blah blah blah. whether it's like the real housewives of Dallas or whatever it is, you know? Just play with that, roll with that, do what feels good to you that, that day, definitely, because that, that's what life's all about, like, you don't want to spend your entire life just, like, in that energy of, like, let's move forward, let's get shit done, you know, sometimes you need that space of, like, huh, I can just do me, I'm just doing me, yeah, okay, um, and I think that's where I'm going to leave it for this week, I have a feeling I've been speaking for a while, and I haven't taken a sip from my tea for a long time, and, yeah, just ready to relax, so I'm gonna do that, um, Uh, I, uh, I should really start doing this sort of thing at the start of the episode because, but if you're still with me, hey, what's up? Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at heatherman astrology. Um, and you can find me on my website, which is www.heatherman.com.au. That is man with two N's. Uh, the link will be in the show notes. Um, yeah, you can hit me up there. I have, yeah, I, blog, whatever, during the week, so you want more astro- astrology juju, hit me up there, um, love to hear what's going on with you, so let's chat on there, sign up to my newsletter, um, I do like weekly um, weekly emails just to sort of give you an overview of what we are working through that week um, and how you can use what's going on in the cosmos to yeah improve your life and move forward and even if these newsletters, I, they're just meant to be sort of like a warm hug for your soul. Uh, just like, hey, you're not alone. We're all moving through whatever you're moving through. Like, let's do this together, etc. Yeah, um, so come play there, definitely, too. Um, I will talk to you very soon and enjoy your week. Okay, goodbye.